In my line of work, you got to keep repeating things over and over and over again for the truth to sink in. To kind of catapult the propaganda. It's time for the April 29th edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a reality-based message force multiplier of current events compiled from the world's elite newspapers and blogs at NathanCallahan.com and ripped in part from Harper's Magazine at Harper's.org. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And now the news. Overcoming internal infighting and injuries, the Lakers advance to the NBA second round. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Okay, that's yeah, it. That's enough. Let's that's go. enough of the news. <laughs> that's the important stuff. <laughs> Let's talk about the, uh, you know, the other. Millions of dollars of lucrative Iraq reconstruction contracts were never finished because of excessive delays, per- poor performance, and other factors. And of course, we knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's, the, here's the kicker on that one. Including failed projects that are being falsely described by the U.S. government as complete. And this is in court, according to federal investigators. So lots and lots of money went into... Well, they, they would get to a point in the project where mm. they spent all the money. Right. The project was incomplete, and our federal government would, would then go into the contract and rewrite the contract so it mirrored the completion that oh. it all... Not the completion, but the incompletion right. that it happened, as if that's all they were going to pay for. Okay. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah, it yeah. does. So they just basically... Uh, they lied. It, yeah. They, they lied. wasted money. And they uh, tried so, to cover their tracks. So I get what, what these are projects that were in Iraq. Yeah, yeah. So all of so when people in Iraq complain about the fact that the United States has been there for over five years, uh, they still have no consistent use of water and elect- electricity. John, he doesn't complain. About he that. doesn't complain. And so when they say these things and they're upset because their children can't go to school or. They can't read or they can't do the things that you and I take for granted, and they're still upset with us. They just hate America, right? Is that the deal? They, what are you babbling about? My oh, friends, yes. Iraq's main Sunni Arab political bloc said yes. that it was ready to rejoin the cabinet. Did a they st- use that word? My, and they use that phrase, my friends? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. A step that who used that phrase? You did, but I wondered if they did. Who's they? You just said. My, I said. You said, you sound like John McCain for a second there. You said, my friends. When? Okay. This is a step that could boost reconciliation efforts and help shore up Prime Minister Nuri Maliki, mm-hmm. Maliki's mm-hmm. government. Mm-hmm. Maliki Maliki. That's <laughs> what I call him. <laughs> is it? Well, you say Maliki, I say Maliki. Maliki. No, it's Maliki. I say Maliki. Maliki. You say Maliki. Malachi. All right. So, <laughs> Malachi, Maliki. All right. So, what did he... Now you're confused, aren't you? No. More, no, they're going to rejoin the yeah. Sunni Arab political bloc. That's good. Could help. That out is good news. Yeah. If that is in fact uh, an, an honest attempt on their part to reconcile, that's fantastic. If they can avert a civil war in Iraq, that is even better. Yes, sir. About fifty leaders representing a variety of Iraqi political blocs. However, it took to Baghdad's outer city a stronghold of fiery religious leaders. This is what the press is: fiery yeah, yeah, religious exactly. leaders. This class of fiery, a stronghold of religious leader Muqtada al-Sadr to protest the U.S.-led siege of that area. Yeah. So, George, so we have 50 Iraqi leaders right. going to the cities right. supporting uh, Sadr. Yeah. George Washington was a fiery uh-huh. leader of his own militia back uh-huh. in the 1770s. He was upset that, he was, that the country that he lived in was uh-huh. being occupied and dominated by a foreign power. In Basra? Yeah. 
a 17-year-old girl was stomped, suffocated, and stabbed to death by her father, who accused her of having an affair with a British soldier. Local police arrested the father, but released him without charge after two hours. Not much can be done when we have an honor-killing case, said the police sergeant. Uh Honor-killings. That is just one of those things that you read about and you just... Your your my toes curl up when I read this stuff. I don't know what to do. What are these? This is in, you don't have to do anything. This is right? a in many ways a culture that has not gotten close to the twentieth century yet, has it? What? Well, imagine we had uh, close to the twentieth century. They're close to the twentieth century. Well, I'm but saying I'm mean, I, quite know, in it. Yet. Yeah, I, but I'm saying I mean and I know we're already a century ahead. So. Yeah, we're we're way ahead that way. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Honor killing. Although I have considered. Uh, I know. Me. With you. Yeah, yeah. you have considered some honor. to protect my own honor. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I understand. At least two dozen f- former and current prisoners at Guantanamo Bay and elsewhere say they have been given drugs and elsewhere. Yeah, and elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Why? And elsewhere. Say they have been given drugs against their will and witnessed other inmates being drugged. So yeah. apparently they were giving some uh, psychotropics, I hear. Is that, was it, is that what there they were, were being psychotropics given? involved. I mean, it wasn't Advil. They were you know, giving, giving. They were they were being given some serious drugs here. If I'm is, ever busted, that's going to be my uh, my out. You <laughs> know? Are you going to say I was forced? I, I, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, well, honestly, I, officer, I I think yeah. that the guard made me do. Yeah, this. I was just at. Yeah. I was just in Guantanamo, and I'm still I'm still <laughs> I'm still coming down. Still from getting the, a buzz here. I've still got that going. The nomination of General David Petrock. Petraeus. You Petraeus. Oh, yes, Petraeus, I know yeah. that's what you meant. To, to be the head, the new head yeah. of Central Command. Yeah. Not only ensures that he will be available to defend the Bush administration's policies toward Iran and Iraq, at least through the end of Bush's term and possibly even beyond. It also gives Vice President Dick greater freedom of action to exploit the option of an air attack against Iran during the administration's final months. Yeah. The speculation is growing. If you're if you're paying attention, you know this uh, that the you, the this administration will attack Iran before it leaves office. There is lots and lots of signs, uh, and I think uh, not the least of which uh-huh. has been well, Admiral Mullen Mullen uh, was making some noises about what did he say? Admiral Mullen claims that uh, North Korea and Syria have nuke link. Yeah. Which uh, which is just another reason to bomb another Middle Eastern country. I want to know this. This is kind of a basic question. There's, there's and, a, and also Gates. Gates has and been Robert Gates has been, been, been raising Gates. the bar yeah. here a little they've been, bit. They've been on, going after Iran. Or lowering the bar in, in terms of going after Iran. Depends now, on what side of the bar you're yeah, on. Yeah, let me ask you, because under what rationale, under what authority does the United States have have the authority to tell nations what they can and cannot do within their borders, given that Israel has a healthy and vibrant nuclear weapons capability and 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 uh, systems, the United States does. France, Britain, China, South Africa. By what authority do we have to go in and tell a country they can or cannot build a nuclear facility? I'll take rhetorical questions for five hundred. I'm, I'm just curious. I, I it's a question I never hear. I never, I don't understand. Why, why is it that we just get to decide who gets to and doesn't? Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't negotiate. I'm, I'm completely and totally in favor of, of 
eliminating nuclear weapons on the planet, and I think we should be working vigorously. Is to do anybody so. listening? To I'm just I'm just curious, and I, I'm well. I'm making to this that you're that you're changing their minds about. Well, I, I'm 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 hopeful. I'm asking, okay. I'm hoping to stimulate discussion among <laughs> the families that are gathered around their radio listening to Weekly Signal. Very good. Yeah. Crude oil futures ended yes. higher, mm-hmm. flirting with $120 a barrel mm. on revived tensions between the U.S. and Iran, mm-hmm. and on the prospect of disruptions to North Sea oil output. A vessel contracted by the U.S. military fired warning shots at two Iranian speedboats in the Persian Gulf. That caused the oil prices mm. to go up, yeah. and uh, yeah. Well, so this is all... This is my little Iran. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, this is the Iran section of yeah. the news. Uh, <laughs> if we attack Iran, they have vowed to take out the four or five significant oil fields in Saudi Arabia. That's so what they're what saying. Going to do. Is our mercenaries fired at a uh, at a yeah a little one of the couple of their their boats yeah, right? Yeah. A couple of their speed boats. They're bouncing around. Out they're there. out there. I mean, who knows? I, the, honestly, I don't know. Okay, go, ahead. go ahead. The Justice Department told Congress that American intelligence operatives attempting to thwart terrorist attacks can leave legally use interrogation methods that might otherwise be prohibited under international law or is like we used we used to call it torture we yeah we used to call that we used to call the geneva convention we didn't we didn't used to call the geneva convention quaint and out of date but apparently we do now if you're in in government so they're saying basically he's got these documents show that the u.s intelligence operatives can do whatever they want banned by u.s and international law what the heck? And the CIA said it had identified 7,000 pages of classified uh, memos, emails, and other records relating to President Bush's secret detention and interrogation program. The CIA also acknowledged in their filings that the program will continue. Of course they did. No, well, not of course. Well, I mean, right? of course, you're right. That's That wasn't the right way to say it. You're right. Shocking that they would, yeah. they would, say they would, and and we should you all caught be us. So what? Yeah. Well, that I, that's the part that's not so surprising, yeah. is the arrogance, the hubris on the part of this administration and its minions. Wow. Yeah. Two cliched words, elitist words, no less. They are. No, I w- I admit that uh, minions is is an elitist and hubris word. is elitist. and hubris. Yeah. Like I managed to work those two into the same. That's amazing. Same, same. Suspected Taliban assailants in Kabul, and this is a big story as far as um, oh, Mike and I are concerned yeah, right here. It's a huge story. They killed a tribal chief, a member of parliament, and a 10-year-old boy in an attempt to assassinate Afghan President Hamid Karzai. Yeah. This is, this Let's is take the, a trip down memory lane, boys yeah, and girls. The weekend before 9-11, yeah. uh, Al-Qaeda operatives took, yeah. took in out, Afghanistan. Took out the most significant... Sort of pro, how would you put him, anti-Taliban guy in in all of Afghanistan. Well, well he was the pin that yeah. that would have allowed us yeah. to easily uh, take some troops into Afghanistan yeah. at that point without having to go through the the muss and fuss. Right. He was he was someone who was working very strongly against the Taliban and Al Qaeda. Yeah. Uh, he was considered a national hero. He had the stature in order to possibly pull some kind of a coalition together to help save that country. And um, so it's, this, so, might, I, this might foreshadow something, I think. It, well, hopefully saying. it doesn't. We hope it doesn't, but it is something of note, and I haven't seen it anywhere, really, on the news. I watch the news quite a bit, and I, I, I know it, it barely passed uh, uh, through the radar screen. And Can you imagine 
if uh, President Bush, if there had been an assassination attempt on his life, several people were killed around him. Yeah. There, there'd be news specials for uh, weeks after that. Oh, absolutely. That. There'd be profiles of the killers. Yeah. There'd be, yeah. There'd uh, be history an... lessons about exactly. you know, assassination other assassinations in U.S. history. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what they pertain. And also that uh, the, uh, you know, the connection between the assassins and Reverend Jeremiah Wright. I'm sure there would have been. The head of the United Nations International Atomic Energy Agency reacted with fury at the United States' delay in passing on intelligence after Washington accused North Korea of helping Syria build a, uh, secretly a mm. nuclear reactor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we've, we've kind of covered we the story that, a then, bit, but I want to yeah. at least say that the UN was a little bit uh, aggravated that we were saying this, but we wouldn't pass along the intelligence that proved it. Right. And this is a story that Seymour Hersh came, uh, wrote about. This, uh, there was an attack by the Israelis on a Syrian facility months ago, back in, I believe it was December, or even earlier than that, November, where, and it literally got a mention in the press, nothing else about it. Here is a sovereign nation attacking another sovereign nation, and according to Hersh's uh, research, no, no proof whatsoever that it was, in fact, a nuclear facility. And yet here it is once again being kind of talked up as, as ratcheting up the pressure to for more military uh, action in the Middle East. So Israel dismissed a proposal by Hamas. Yeah. Is that Hamas? <laughs> no, it's not Hamas. Uh, Hamas. <laughs> Hamas. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, Israel there's... dismissed a proposal by Hamas for yeah. a six-month truce. Truths. Yeah. Truce inside the Gaza Strip, saying that Palestinian that the Palestinian group would use the period to prepare for more fighting rather than peace. So Israel apparently doesn't trust Hamas, and that's a news story. Well, yeah, that's not, well, it is a news story in light of two other stories, which yeah. are, I think are, give some context to this, which is that, uh, that President Bush met with the president, uh, Palestinian President uh, Mahmoud Abbas, uh, while at the same time the, uh, he was secretly approving Israeli settlement expansion, uh-huh. And then also the new story, the, the, the other story regarding uh, the Gaza and, and uh, the Palestinians is that there, uh, there's significant fuel shortages right now that threaten to cut off uh, fuel to two-thirds of the 1.4 million people in Gaza. So that, in light of that, the Israelis have continued to apply well, that, military. That, that fuel shortage has caused the U.N. to stop uh, bringing in food. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, suspended aid delivery for the Gaza Strip because of the fuel shortage. So we're in. It's it's a wonderful situation in the Middle East. I do honestly think that the Israelis have decided to, to just starve those people out of Gaza. It, they, it's surrounded by the Israelis. There's no real in, way in there other than through the Israeli-held territory. They're just going to starve these people out. There's a million and a half people in there. And I think they just have made a decision that over time that they'll be able to chase them out. It was reported that the global agribusiness firms, or that global agribusiness, you know agribusiness, right? Yeah, I know agribusiness. Yeah. They, they got, they got yeah. food and stuff going right, on. Right. They got a lot of food. They're raking in huge profits due to the global food crisis. The world's biggest grain trader, that would be Cargill, achieved an 86% increase in profits from commodity, trade, commodity trading in the first quarter of the year. That's 86% increase. That's... that's uh, Bunge, I think that's an, or Bungie. <laughs> Is it, it sounds like a uh, a Beavis and Butthead word. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, oh. Had a seventy-seven percent increase in profits during the last last quarter. Wow. 
and Archer Daniels Midland Company registered a 67% increase in profits and unveiled a, a new um, a buzzword, uh, which is slogan, agribusiness where starvation meets profits. <laughs> Wow. Which, which I kind of like. Yeah, that, that's, it's snappy. It's it, snappy. I think it kind of encapsulates the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Now, people, people, people. We have oil going up like crazy. It's up to $120 million a barrel. And then um, and then it, I think it costs like $10 to extract a barrel of oil out of the ground, get it to market. Mm-hmm. The actual cost. And, here, and, 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 and so that's, that's a pretty significant profit margin. And then we have here another you know, vital... A resource here being being uh, manipulated by major major companies. I'm going to move to Colombia. Are you? Let's move yeah. to Colombia. Colombian authorities ordered the arrest of President Alvaro Uribe's cousin for suspected ties to paramilitary death squads. Mm-hmm. Mario Uribe mm-hmm. is a former senator who has been one of Alvaro Uribe's closest allies for years. Meanwhile, yeah. At the Security and Prosperity Partnership of North American Summit in New Orleans, mm-hmm. President Bush urged Congress to pass the Colombian free trade deal. Of course he did. Gotta uh, get in line with those death squads. Well, that's the thing. For years and years and years, the, the, we, we, all, we know about FARC, which is the guerrilla outfit that has, that has been terrorizing Colombia for many years. But the paramilitaries are at least as strong, if not stronger, and they have government support, and they have been slaughtering thousands and thousands of civilians in this endless war on the peasants, the peasant farmers. Now, here's an interesting little thing, too, kind of snuck under the radar. Okay. The Pentagon formally announced it is reestablishing an administrative entity called the Fourth Fleet to oversee Navy vessels that sail the Caribbean, Central, and South America. So we're, we are uh, beefing up our sea organization in uh, South, America. South of us. Wow. I, I think that's I, something to perk your ears. Wow, it is. Oh. It is. Wow. A judge in New York cleared all three detectives on all charges involved in the killing of Sean Bell, the bridegroom who died in a hail of 50 police bullets outside a nightclub on the eve of his wedding. I think the problem here is the 50 police bullets. <laughs> can, can we count 50 police bullets? Can we go bang, 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 well, bang, the, bang, 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 no, bang, 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 bang. I think you're about halfway there. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, please, please. No, uh, and th- this is in light of the, this is this, this is the same city where that one guy was in his, at his apartment door, he's reaching, reaching for his wallet. Yeah. Too many donuts, and I he was say. and he was shot forty-two times or forty-five. Yeah. One, you know, same. I think they had the glazed maple bars yeah, that honestly. night. You know, it didn't it didn't go well with the cheap coffee. And I can't think of his name, the guy that was shot. The, the last time I had that robusta. And I, I think they actually had a couple of guys had to reload reload <laughs> to shoot him that many times. Oh, that's just. The Supreme Court ruled that states can require voters to produce photo identification without violating their constitutional rights. And this would be a, a Republican yeah. ploy. Of course it is. Anything I'd like to, to vote. May I see your ID, please? Yeah. I'm, I'm on the I, Honestly, right I'm, I'm going to refuse to show my ID if I'm asked. I'm not going to be asked. I live in the Tony part of the widest community well, I tell you what. in America. No uh-huh. one's going to ask me for my ID when I go to vote. It, no one will ever ask me for my ID. But if I lived somewhere else, 
mm-hmm. in Detroit or Chicago or Philadelphia or somewhere else, I might be asked. I think you might, if you if you just get a, a good tan and wear a sombrero, they, <laughs> they might ask for your I ID. I wear a, a serape and, and, and yeah. a, a fake mustache and a, and a sombrero. Yeah, they, they will ask and you. And I walk <laughs> into the to the facility in downtown Corona Del Mar and ask, uh-huh. and I say that, see, I want to vote. Yeah. I might be asked for my ID. Yes, they would. <laughs> I, I be. believe they yeah. would. All Senator right. Hillary Clinton won the Pennsylvania Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania show. <laughs> yeah. the Pennsylvania primary. Yeah. Uh, I think she picked up nine delegates there. Yeah, uh, you mean above and beyond what she got over Obama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That she gained. She gained nine, nine. Okay. delegates there. Total nine. All three three candidates. McCain too. Remember him? Yeah, the old guy. Tape messages for the World Wrestling Entertainment's oh, I saw WWE that. Raw. Clinton declared herself ready to rumble for the American people. Obama, echoing former wrestler Dwayne The Rock Johnson, asked, Do you smell that Barack? Is, what Barack is, is cooking? cooking. Yes. I saw that. And McCain speaking, why are, you, why are you watching this stuff? I saw it on the news. I didn't watch it. I didn't McCain's, see it on Duff. Yeah, right. I think I'm sitting around and <laughs> yeah. watching. McCain, speaking with a surly tone, equated the Iraq war with a wrestling match and said that Americans do not watch wrestling because we're bitter. <laughs> oh, did he say that? Oh, oh no. People don't watch other people smack each other in the face because yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're, why they do that is they, they're celebrating their freedom. Yeah, that's what McCain that's what, that's said. That's why we watch. We're celebrating our freedom. Uh, and then he said something about the McCainiacs. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, yeah, yeah. I, I think that has, that's why we, we rape people, too. You know? We're celebrating we're our freedom. We're celebrating our ability, yeah, exactly. our freedom to do so. Uh, that's yeah. why we, we take dangerous no, I, Heroin. We use heroin because we're celebrating our freedom. This, oh, well, whatever. It's silly and it's demeaning and all that. Uh, 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 Democratic uh, voter registration is up quite a bit. It's just going through the roof. Can I tell you? The last what? seven primary states. Can I tell you about my people. latest political idea? I know we're out of time. We'll, tell, we'll talk later. Howard Dean said that uh, Barack and Clinton uh, need to settle this thing before they go to the convention. One of them has to drop off. Yeah. Yeah. What did you want to say? I just want to start, a, I want to start a, a, an independent uh, expenditure committee called Disaffected Obama Democrats for Nader. And I want to do is put real pressure on the superdelegates and say, we, you, you have a home here uh-huh. with Nader. If you guys want to go with Hillary, just keep in mind. I understand. You're, you're just kind of babbling on here. No, I'm not. Well, no. I mean, I understand the concept. Yeah. When you said the title, you could have dropped All it. All right. I should. Yeah. Okay. You could have dropped it. You're talking right. too much now. Right. Bush administration. Right. You hear about them yeah. and the, uh, yeah. the uh, well, let's see here. To raise fuel economy standards, they, they did that deal, the 31.6 miles per gallon by 2015. But what uh, Uh-oh. people didn't really notice was there's an exception in there? <laughs> Is that what you're going to tell me? Yeah, Seriously, exception. I don't know. They have limits on tailpipe emissions embraced by California and 17 other states. They called those an obstacle to the accomplishment. <sighs> So what they're doing is lowering, lowering standards in many states while they raise, it, raise the national. It's just all going to balance out. Christine Todd Whitman uh, was cleared of having any responsibility for telling people to go out and breathe the air after 9-11. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Rupert Murdoch paid uh, or put up $580 million in a bid for Newsday. That would so make he him, would own all three of the ma- well, he won't, would own three of the major New York newspapers. Wall Street Journal, New York Post, Newsday. Yeah. Uh, this is an interesting little sidelight I thought you might like. 
A sign in front of the Jonesville Church of God in South Carolina was causing a big controversy. The pastor, Roger Bird, said he was just wanted to get people thinking. So last Thursday, he put the message, Obama, Osama. Hmm, are they brothers? I saw that. On a church marquee. It's simply because simply to cause people to realize and to see what possibly could happen if we were to get someone in there that does not believe in Jesus Christ, he said. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, guy's... he's just an ignorant doofus. Yeah. yeah. He's a professed Christian. He's raised... The... Yeah, well, okay, we all know. This, this is why is... I think that there should be an IQ test for people to vote. <laughs> I, I know that, that you, you don't like that idea. I don't. I do. Yeah. I, I'm tired of my vote. I know I'd, I'm not any genius here, but I'm tired of my vote being canceled. being canceled by someone who can't top 70 on an IQ test. Well, that assumes that he didn't do this deliberately and knowingly. knowingly. Uh, if you read the things that he Is said. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Right. You, you, would, okay. you would kind right. of figure that the man okay. eats too many squirrels. <laughs> and finally, C3. The Los Angeles-based firm that developed Disneyland announced plans to build a $500 million amusement park in Baghdad. Weekly Signal's Weekly Review is broadcast every Tuesday on KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. To learn more about Weekly Signals or to download the podcast, visit our website at weeklysignals.com. And be sure to visit NathanCallahan.com for daily readings and feature articles. Until next week, I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Kaspar. And this is Weekly Signals.